to Building Stronger Creatives, a fitness podcast for musicians, artists, nerds, and former misfits. I'm a former out-of-shape professional musician turned personal trainer and nutrition coach to hundreds of clients, and I'll give you no-nonsense information about what it really takes to get and stay fit within the context of a creative life. Here, you'll find practical advice on strength and endurance training, sane and simple nutrition, habit building, and time management tools to help you make lifestyle changes that actually stick. Most fitness coaches have no clue what it really means to be a creative, whether you're a professional or a passionate hobbyist. I'm different. I've been where you are, and I share your values. Let me show you how you can use the gym to build a kick-ass creative life. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Stronger Creatives. Before I get into the main part of today's episode, I want to remind you that I have a new free fitness resource that you can download right away. My Fall Fitness Kickstart for Creatives is a one-month workout program that's designed to help you get stronger, feel less stiff and achy, and have more energy this fall. I have never released a full free workout program before, and I decided to put this one together because I know that a lot of people are interested in taking their training to the next level or just getting back on the wagon in the fall. And I know that one of the biggest obstacles to doing these things is just not really knowing what to do at the gym or kind of if you're an overthinker like me, you might have way too many options of what to do at the gym and you're not sure what's best and so you end up doing nothing. So I did the work for you based on my many years of coaching clients in person and online, and I put this workout together specifically to help you with the things that I see most of my busy creative clients struggling with. These are things like not feeling strong enough, having aches and pains, especially people that play instruments or work with their body in some way, and then just not having enough energy, feeling really tired, feeling unmotivated, like a lot of that stuff is tied to your fitness levels, and we address all of that in the program. The way that it works is when you submit your email using the link that I'm going to drop in the show notes, you're going to get the PDFs of the workouts delivered basically right away to your inbox. I give you lots of instructions so you know exactly how to read the workouts and use them. I even have a video where I talk you through it like with my screen so you can sort of see what I'm talking about. And then you're just going to be training on your own. So I hope that if you are interested in having this be a great fall for fitness or just interested in feeling better on a daily basis in general, that you'll grab the program and get started. I already have a few dozen people that have signed up and started, and I'm really excited to see what's going to happen with those folks. So I hope that you'll be one of them. Again, you can download the program for free using the link that I'm going to drop in the show notes, or you can visit my website. That's the link itself. It's carolinejusterfitness.com slash fallfitnesskickstartforcreatives. Okay, so let's dive into the episode. Today, I want to talk about a topic that is near and dear to my heart because it's something that I personally struggle with on a regular basis, and that is this feeling of not wanting to work out. So a lot of times I'll get this question from clients or from friends or even from people I'm interacting with on social media. I know that I should work out or I want to work out, or maybe I've even taken all the steps and planned and arranged my schedule so that I can work out. But when it comes time to work out, I just don't feel like doing it. So I want to talk about what to do in this situation, both like on a daily basis and also if it tends to be happening to you repeatedly over and over again. So first of all, I think it's really important to consider the context of your life. 
So let's say you have a planned workout and you get to the gym or you're deciding to go to the gym, you know, and you feel like kind of shitty and you have been training consistently. You've been working hard at the gym and you haven't really missed a lot of workouts. And then also you're feeling maybe a little run down. Maybe you're feeling extra sore or you're just kind of moving slowly. Everything feels really stiff or maybe you didn't have a good night's sleep uh, for whatever reason and you know that that's affecting you. If you're in this situation, I think that when you feel this way, you should honor it as a sign to take a rest day or at the very least an easy day. For example, you could just go for a short little walk outside and scrap your workout. I don't really think that there's long-term utility in always pushing yourself to train when you have been consistent and your body is giving you signs that maybe it needs a little bit more time to rest. Now, I've been on both. um, I really, I've been in every situation that I'm going to talk about in this workout, um, this episode, excuse me. But I've been in this situation. I was in it recently this summer where I was training really hard, really consistently pushing myself. And I just was feeling like not great and not wanting to train and feeling really run down. But I decided to push through it. And eventually I ended up with an injury. Now, the injury is kind of complicated, but I do think that a big part of it for me was not taking enough rest and doing too much. So if I was in that situation and I took the time and said, okay, Caroline, you are a little bit run down. You've been working really hard and you really don't want to train. Maybe you should honor that. Maybe I wouldn't have gotten hurt. Difficult to say, but I I do think that was a part of it. Now, a lot of times I think people in this situation struggle because they tend to be the kind of people who have a little bit of anxiety that they're not doing enough or they're trying to accelerate their goals in some way by working as hard as possible. And it's this attitude precisely that can lead to long-term issues like burnout and injuries. And it really doesn't do much to make your progress come any faster. Unfortunately, when it comes to physical changes in the body, there's not a whole lot we can do to rush things. Now, we can certainly make things a hell of a lot slower by not being consistent and not working hard, but if you are being consistent and you are working hard, at a certain point, more training is not helping you, and in fact, it might be actively hurting you. So again, if you are a consistent trainee and you know that you haven't been slacking off at all, in fact, you've been pushing yourself hard and you're just not feeling it, I strongly suggest taking a rest day on that day. If this happens to you repeatedly, it might be a sign that you're not taking enough rest days in general. So something to consider. Now, let's say that you are getting ready for your workout. So we're going to back up again, flip the script a bit. And let's say like you know that you are recovered well, like you had a good night's sleep. You're not that stressed. You've been eating well and you haven't been overdoing it. But you just like don't feel like working out. In this situation, my advice is different. I actually suggest, excuse me, I actually suggest that you do do a workout. Why do I say this? I think that a lot of times a big problem with becoming consistent with training is that we just don't keep our promises to ourselves. We are constantly letting ourselves off the hook with excuses. Uh, Some of them might be good excuses, but nevertheless, we haven't shown ourselves that we're trustworthy and that we stick to what we say and that we actually show up for ourselves. So if you know that you're not run down and you know that you're recovered well and it's not really a physical thing, I suggest that you just show up to train anyway. Now, there are a few ways that you can help yourself with this process. One thing that I try to remind myself and that I tell my clients all the time, and I uh, personally experience this very regularly, is that almost always the hardest part of the workout is literally just showing up. So 
you can make all kinds of bargains with yourself. You can say, I'm going to go really easy. I'm going to do a short workout. I'm only going to do a few of these things that I had planned, but I'm going to show up and train. And a lot of times what happens is that once you go to the gym, get dressed, start doing your warm up, you find, okay, like actually I'm feeling pretty good and I am able to do my planned workout. Maybe I'm even able to have an excellent workout. A lot of times it's just that first obstacle of getting to the gym that is the hardest. So a strategy that can help, again, is telling yourself that once you get started, you only have to do a little bit. But the important thing is just to show up. Other strategies that can help with this are more like planning based. So for example, you can make it as easy as possible to get to the gym, bring your workout clothes with you uh, before, like if you're going to work, bring them with you. If you're going straight to the gym in the morning, put them right by your bed so that you see them, have a lot of reminders. You could join a gym that's more convenient because sometimes if it's the commute that's an issue, you know, that that can be difficult to get over. So make it as easy as possible to actually literally get to the gym. And then just tell yourself like, you are committing to an exercise plan for a reason. Like it's important to you, you're, you're a busy creative person and you know you need the benefits that physical training is going to give you. Connect it back to something that is important to you and remember why you're doing it. And then just go to the fucking gym and train and do what you can. Again, if you have a few days where you're feeling shitty, you're feeling off and you don't go to the gym, sometimes that's the best decision. But if you're doing that repeatedly, uh, consistently letting yourself down. That is, first of all, damaging your self-trust. And second of all, the more you s- workouts you skip in that fashion, the harder it is to get on the wagon with something consistent. So this is a tool that I use all the time. I just say, Caroline, like, I, you know, you don't want to, you don't feel like training, but there's nothing wrong with you. Go to the gym, just go. You can always do an easy workout, but but show up and commit. And a lot of times that alone is enough to do the trick. So Again, sometimes you need a little bit of tough love with yourself because keeping those promises and actually showing up is really one of the most crucial parts of the whole puzzle. Now, what if this is happening all the time? Like every week, every workout, it's a struggle to drag your butt into the gym or you're always dreading training or you really don't want to work out. This can be a little more complex, but really the core issues are very similar to what we talked about if it's just like a a day here and there. One problem could be, again, that you are actually doing too much. Now, if you're not sure, like if you haven't been doing a lot, like let me just put it this way. If you haven't been doing much and you've been inconsistent and you know deep down that you haven't really been pushing yourself that hard at the gym, this probably does not relate to you. But if you're someone who's been training consistently, who has a lot going on physically, and you've been doing it for a while without much of a break, without any deloads, without vacations, without like a lot of rest days, you might be sort of running yourself into the ground a little bit. If this sounds like you, I think it's really important to just take a step back. First of all, take a deep breath, because again, I know there can be some anxiety here about, am I going to lose my results? Like what's going to happen if I, you know, let back a little bit and I'm not training as intensely? First of all, results that you've already gotten are a lot harder to get rid of. Like, for example, if you broke your leg or something and you couldn't train for several months, you would still have a similar level of strength and uh, certain cardio adaptations when you did eventually go back to the gym. Like, they don't just disappear. So, especially if you're still training, but you're just going to be maybe doing a little less or resting a little bit more, like, you can rest assured that you're not going to lose those gains. But what you are going to gain is so much more important, which is the long-term sort of health of your, you know, brain and your body and your ability to continue to show up. 
don't end up like me or like countless other people who end up with overuse injuries or issues or burnout that takes them out of the gym for a much longer time and end up becoming much bigger problems. If you're constantly feeling run down and dreading your workouts despite working really hard and being really committed, it's probably time to pull back on the gas a little bit. Sometimes this happens as well if you are just like not that interested in the goal or you need some sort of refresh with training. So I had a coach in the past that we talked about this a lot where like sometimes people are just they've just been doing the same thing for so long uh, and it, they need to chase a, like a completely different goal. So what we did when I worked with that coach before, um, before I worked with him, I'd been doing a really extended period with a lot of like strength training, powerlifting kind of stuff. And then my goal with him, we shifted to do more like almost bodybuilding, but trying to build muscle and working on my physique a little bit more. And although like in general, um, my training was somewhat similar, the shift in focus was really motivating and made me a lot more excited to go to the gym. So sometimes you just need to refresh that way. And then sometimes your life has just changed or your priorities have changed and you need to think about like what is actually meaningful about this to me. Most of us are not going to be able to stick with a change, especially something as involved as regular exercise long term, if it's not connected to our deepest values. So creative people often are super dedicated to uh, creative expression, to curiosity, to love of the arts. And if exercise is getting in the way of that or isn't... um, connected to that in some way, you're probably going to lose interest long term. So look for ways to connect to the things that are most important to you with training or look for ways that training can enhance your experience of or your connection to those other values. We need this if we want to stay consistent. And if you're just like heart isn't in it anymore, I think that you need to take a look at this aspect of what's driving your training. Other times, okay, so now let's say you're the person I mentioned before who maybe, maybe you do train consistently, but like, you know, you're not run down, like you haven't been doing too much, definitely, or you're someone who hasn't been doing much at all, and you're just really struggling to find the motivation to get to the gym. Some of these same principles apply. So you probably don't necessarily need to rest more, but you might need to take a look at other stressors in your life that are really taking a lot out of you. We like to think that Fitness is like a stress reliever, which it is, but it also sort of acts on the same pathways in the body as other stress. Stress from your job, stress of taking auditions or preparing for a show um, or a gallery opening or something like that. Stress of finances or family or relationships. All this stuff is cumulative and it acts in the same way on your body. So if you just cannot find the energy or the motivation or the desire to train, there might be a chance that the rest of your life is really stressful. And if you want exercise to be a part of your life, you probably either need to really dial back what you're attempting to do in the gym. So less frequent training, less intense training, just so that you can handle it with the bandwidth that you have. Or if you really want to do more and it's important to you, you're going to have to find ways to manage or reduce stress in other areas of your life. Now, the part that is really similar um, in both of these situations is like if you're not that motivated to go to the gym and you really haven't been training much, you probably haven't found the goal or the type of training that is going to work best for you. So there are a lot of different ways to chase fitness, improve your fitness levels. There are a lot of different ways to even just lift weights, which is only one aspect of working out. So if you're like kind of bored and not that into and not that excited with what you've tried so far or even what other people have told you to do, explore, try other shit, get out there and see what's available and just try different stuff until there's at least something that you're doing on a regular basis that's fun and that you're excited to do. 
for me, like a lot of the training that I do is goal driven. So right now my big goal is I'm taking a big backpacking trip to New Zealand at the end of the year. And I'm trying to train to be able to do a lot of hiking in the mountains and things like that. Um, and so that's sort of motivating to me. Uh, and like a lot of the workouts that I do are kind of boring, but the goal itself is exciting and gets me fired up. At other times in my life, I'd been doing pretty simple strength training stuff, but I was into other physical things that were interesting, like rock climbing, for example, or riding my bike. So there's always been something that I've been doing that's fun for me. And I think that that's a really important part of staying motivated to train. So Again, if you want to become more consistent with exercise, it's important to like do stuff that you want to do, first of all. Uh, And if you know you need to do things that are not that exciting, for example, if you have a weight loss goal and there's like sort of some simple, unsexy things you need to do to get there and you're not doing them, um, look for ways to connect that goal to the things that are important to you. And a lot of times that can help you get more motivated to train. If you are always feeling like you don't want to hit the gym and like you've tried some of this other stuff and you're just like, eh, not feeling it, like at a certain point, you do just kind of have to decide to go. Like I said in the earlier part, you know, make it easy to train. Okay. So just tell yourself to show up and do a little bit or do what you can and just kind of let the chips fall where they may. But there's not necessarily going to be some magic bullet solution to this problem. If you are constantly feeling unmotivated to train, if it's like, really not doing it for you, Um, you're either going to have to look at the rest of your life, sort of look at your recovery, your stressors, your rest, and and see where training fits into that. You're going to have to just fucking do it, like go to the gym and, um, you know, make it as easy as possible, like just just get started and, and do a shorter workout if you need to, but showing up is the most important thing. Or you need to take a deeper look at like what you're doing and why you're doing it. And a lot of times that can help spark some motivation as well. So, Again, I think it's um, every okay. Everybody, every behavior that we do has some motivation behind it. But I think it's kind of a misconception that people that are really fit or have been training for a long time are always like motivated in the sense that they're excited and looking forward to working out. Like it feels great; they love it. That's not really the experience of a lot of people. But but the reason that these people are successful is that they're motivated in other ways. They're motivated by bigger goals or values that are important to them. Or they know that after they work out, they're going to feel better. Um, Or maybe they know that just mentally, like not showing up, not keeping their promises to themselves feels worse than the effort of going to the gym. So you kind of have to explore which of these is going to work best for you. But basically to summarize this conversation, what do you do when you don't feel like working out? If you know you've been working hard and crushing it and doing a lot, you might want to just take a fucking rest day and chill out a little. And if this is happening repeatedly, paired with lots of exercise for a long time, you might not be resting enough in general and you should take a look at that for sure. Now, if you haven't been training much or you know you haven't been overexerting yourself and you still don't feel like working out, um, you kind of have to decide like, is this important to you or not? If it is and you're really struggling, we have to find deeper ways to get you motivated and get you in the door. And at a certain point, you just have to decide to show up and do what you can. You don't have to show up and do the hardest workout of all time or crush yourself, you can show up and do something easy and fun, but really keeping that promise to yourself, following through and having integrity with yourself is such an underrated part of building a lifelong exercise habit. I know you've done this with stuff in your art and your work. There's like stuff you probably don't want to do. Uh, I know when I was a musician, there were things I did not want to practice and do, but you do them anyway in service of the longer term goal and the bigger picture vision. And fitness really operates the same way. 
some stuff you just can't get around you if you want to get in shape you're going to have to exercise so we have to find ways to make that work for you in the context of your life so a little bit of tough love here but i hope this has also gave you some ideas on how to approach this problem it's not always just like oh go hard or go home like show up or you're you know a wimp like that's not really the message I'm giving here, but if we're really struggling, we have to decide, is this important to us? And if so, why? And then how are we going to make it happen? So uh, again, if you are looking for something to sort of help you know what to do this fall at the gym, because sometimes not knowing what to do can be overwhelming, which is discouraging and demotivating. I hope you'll download my free fall fitness kickstart for creatives. It's a mouthful. Fall fitness kickstart for creatives. It's a one month workout program that includes strength training workouts and cardio workouts, and it's designed to help you feel strong, have fewer aches and pains, and have a lot more energy this fall. You can grab it for free using the link in the show notes or visit carolinejusterfitness.com slash fallfitnesskickstart for creatives. Thank you so much for listening. Um, as always, if you have requests for a future episode or questions, I'd love to hear from you and talk with you. I respond to all DMs on Instagram. My handle is just at Caroline Juster. So you can reach me there. And again, I always appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. And I will see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Building Stronger Creatives. If something you heard resonated with you, I would love for you to share this episode with someone else who might enjoy it. I also always appreciate comments, ratings, and reviews. These things help me get the word out to other creatives who could benefit from this type of information. See you back on the next episode. Until then, stay curious, stay passionate, and stay strong. Oh, 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 oh,